0: Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. The people in my life who helped form and shape me growing up always encouraged me to be aware of the news, of staying up to date with what's happening, and be well informed, and be able to know how you can respond to that in the world. And I've always been able to do that. And I think that's part of anyone who preaches the gospel has to know what people are going through and the events that are going on in the world. Many times there's so much information now that I have to kind of skim over like everyone else. And usually I'll read the headline. And I might form an opinion or thought based simply on the headlines, and I don't have time to read it. And I always find out that when I do look at the headline and make time to read the complete story, I always go, whoa, that was different than what I thought. The headline didn't even begin to cover what was happening. I would have missed the whole point. And so I thought how easily I can go around just using headlines. And coming up with forming opinions and thoughts and conscience based on headlines just isn't enough. And I think the same thing happens in scriptures. That sometimes we can just go by a verse and we run with it or an idea or a story without knowing the background. We too can miss the point of what's happening. And I think we see that in today's second reading. The letter of Paul, the first letter of Paul to the Corinthians in chapter 10. What is happening there is the community in Cornuth is beginning to grow, and there's a real challenge uh, dealing with paganism and people who are not of the Christian faith. And slowly, the church begins to grow with part of Paul's guidance. And in that, you have a group that are fully formed Christians in Cornuth, who understand their faith and grow. But there's also those who are weaker in the community, who really struggle And many times uh, get lost along the way. And are influenced by the culture of uh, the Cornith area. And what's happening is is that idols are being sacrificed meat. And the meat is being sold in the market. The well-formed Christians go, Well, this doesn't mean anything to us because idols are not real. So we're not influenced by that. But the weaker Christians can succumb and go back to their former way of life. And they get lost in that way, and they get confused. And when other pagans make fun of them and embarrass them, they drift away from the faith. So St. Paul is challenging those who are well-formed Christians to be good at human freedom. Thinking of others first. And this is what he's telling those fully formed Christians. Sacrifice. Think of them. It's their behavior. Your behavior is going to make a difference to them because they are weaker and they are struggling. Support them. Sacrifice. Think of them first before you think of yourselves. Uh, For people who are really caught up in freedom, and personal freedom, in a way that's so extreme, this is foreign. And that's why they read headlines about everything that's about me and Jesus, me and my relationship, me and my faith, me and my Lord and Savior. And it becomes a very individualistic way of living faith. And Paul contradicts that. In fact, in three chapters... Of 1 Corinthians and other places, Paul exactly talks about dealing with this problem. He's saying, be imitators of me just as I'm imitating Christ. In other words, self-sacrifice out of love. And even if you feel that you have the right that you know better and it doesn't really affect you, think of other people. Place their needs before your own. Why? Because that's what Christ does. And Paul is saying it's your behavior that is going to touch people's hearts, not just the intellectual debate of whether you believe in a God or Jesus or not. Your behavior makes the difference. We see that in Mark's gospel today. Mark is reminding people about suffering discipleship. What we have there is called the messianic secret. This is why when Jesus does healing, he tells people, don't tell anyone. Shh. Be quiet. This is the secret there. Now Mark is kind of giving a theological way in the gospel that says people are not ready to hear the cost of discipleship. That the Messiah has come not to conquer with military power and might and push people around, and tell them everything what they're supposed to do but that this messiah Jesus is going to suffer with his people and will be crucified in Jerusalem that's why mark's gospel is the shortest one but it has one theme of we're on the way to Jerusalem and mark is telling everyone who's listening to this gospel today who claim the name christian Come, let us die with him. In other words, it's not about us first. It's about sacrificing and giving to others, placing our own personal freedom behind. Even when we think we're right, and we have the right to do it, and it's more convenient for us, and we don't think we should give in to anyone because it's not right, that is not of Christ. And that's not the behavior that Paul and Christ are talking about in today's reading. discipleship is come. Let us die with him so that we may live with him. And that means placing the needs of other people first. I think many of us do that with our children, with family members, with friends, with people in relationship we have that we really fall in love with and care about. And that's a good place to start. And if that's happening, that's something we can give thanks to God for. But here's with Lent coming up this Wednesday, and these 40 days of self-sacrificing and really discovering what we're called to do, Jesus is inviting us to give that same self-sacrificing love, placing the needs of other people first towards people you don't know, that you may not like, that you may not agree with, that you may not get any positive response from. Remember what Jesus says, what good is it to show love to your friends and people you like and that are like you? He goes, even pagans do that. He goes, there's no big deal about it. That comes so natural for many of us. But what he's saying is love your enemy. Place your own personal freedom aside for the common good. That's exactly what Paul's talking about. Don't just read the headline. Oh, this is a letter from Paul. Well, he's just saying something nice, but be like him. Okay, you've got to read the whole article. And the whole article is this. Our behavior of placing others first is what makes us authentic disciple. So for these 40 days of Lent that are going to be starting now, What are some of the things we can do for the common good? Whether they're Christian or not. Whether they're Roman Catholic or not. Whether they believe in God or not. What do Christians can do to place themselves above others? You know, I think the mask is probably the biggest problem that we have. And there's constantly people, and even some who claim the name of Christ is, I don't have to wear it. I don't want to. You can't make me. And I've got all this proof here that I read up on that it doesn't work. And yet there are people who have to be fearful, who do know that it's an important thing to do. And the church does it not out of fear or being told or our First Amendment rights are being violated. We do that because that's what Christ would ask his people to do. How about placing the needs of others first by allowing them to go first, maybe at the store, but then they never say thank you. Let them into traffic and they don't even acknowledge your goodness. Those are blessed moments. Maybe we learn to listen better to someone who has, we disagree with. How about coping with family members? A lot of families are struggling politically. They're struggling economically. They're struggling whether it's the right thing to do medically to get the vaccine or not or wear a mask or not or being told not to go to big crowds or not. Some families are really struggling with that. And maybe if each family member could put the needs of other family first, not because it's right, or that their rights are being violated, or they have human freedom. We do that because that's what Christians do. You see, one day this pandemic will be over. And people are going to determine by the church, are going to determine whether the church acted appropriately or not. And if all the church people did was think about their First Amendment rights, their right to gather for public worship, and only thought about them, what good does that do to people who many times rights are violated? They have nothing in common. But when the church then what? Takes care of others first, places all life in the forefront, by behavior, not by just intellectually trying to convince people of Jesus. These are the people we're going to try to reach again. And if all they see is church people, people who claim to follow Jesus, think of their own needs first before anything else, it's no wonder that people don't take church seriously. Because many times we think about our own needs first. That's what Pope Francis is trying to remind us, especially in his latest document. We do things for the common good, not just for self Fulfillment, not just for individualistic piety, not just for our own prayers and for the people that we seem to like. And so, as Lent begins this coming week, what ways are you going to self sacrifice more than what you and I are doing now? Can we include more people that are difficult to love, to understand, and to accept? Because Jesus says, what good is it that you do loving things to people you already love? Even pagans do that. But I'm asking you, sacrifice for others, even when they don't understand it, appreciate it, or return love to you in return. Thank you for listening to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Homily Podcast. We are Christian Disciples in Mission.